The truth that will change you will probably first offend you. This is the modus operandi of this podcast. Welcome to Contra Z to Popular Belief. This episode will be nothing like you expected. It will probably ruffle some feathers and shake things up, but for the better. If we want different, we've got to be different. So without further ado, welcome. 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 Your host, Zandile. Hey yo, what's up? What do do? What do do? What do do, baby? Ah, <laughs> uh, this is your girl, Zandile, Zandilandi, Zandibles, Antiza. Picky, picky, my melanie, you choose what you'll call me. Here we choose God, we choose right, we choose life, and we choose you i hope you're good i'm good as you can hear it's a good day it's a good day to have a good day right before i get in today's topic proxy i would like to do a quick recap of the last episode egypt and so egypt representing slavery slavery to sin slavery to the devil slavery to addictions slavery to whatever took you out of the will of god or takes you out of the will of god and more than the people who are struggling with whatever sin with whatever addiction with whatever bondage i was really pointing my conversation to the support system the pillars of strength the ones who are supposed to hold their hands up we all need community we all need people but it doesn't help when your community enables you to stay in your struggle when your community you know gives excuses for you to stay in disobedience to god you know and so we really must arise in reverence to god to say that you know what i love you my friend i love you my brother i love you my sister i love you my mom i love you my father i love you my aunt i love you my pastor but this is the word of the lord and this is what is the final authority in both our lives. If we say we are subscribing to the same faith, the same beliefs, the same conviction, then this is the final authority. So no matter how I feel, no matter how I see things, no matter my perspective, no matter how much I want to go and activize for this cause, if it goes against the will of God, then I will choose to lay down what I think so that I can accept what God is thinking, what God is saying at this time, so that I can lay down my pride. I will lay down my pride. I will lay down, you know, my misunderstanding and ask God humbly to say, okay, Lord, I don't understand this. I want to fight for this cause, but I don't understand how it's going against your will. I don't understand why you're saying, you know, abortion is murder. I don't understand why you're saying that, you know, I, I can't do this one, two, three. You understand? So stuff like that. That is, that is what I was talking to, Hore. You know what? We need to pull our socks up as accountability partners. We need to pull our socks up as people who are considered leaders, who are considered, you know, the ones that opened the door for many to come through, you know? We need to take that role seriously that we play in people's lives and helping them to live godly lives. And this doesn't even need a position. I do have an episode called You Better Recognize and it's it's about the gift of influence that we all have some sort, some level of influence and that influence comes with responsibility and it's up to us to be people who are using that responsibility well and saying that I will be a good steward of what God has given me and I will not lead people astray, especially intentionally astray. Because some people out here, you know, who we are not just enabling people to stay in their struggle and their sin, but we are participating in it with them. (laughs) 
all right we are participating in you know tempting other people by wearing what we know will tempt them by doing what we know will tempt them by sending things we know will tempt them so it's it's really up to us it's really up to us as individuals to choose a life that is representative of god that is representative of his desires over our own and that is how i'll be flowing into today's topic of proxy the book recommendation for this episode is tactics by gregory corkle so i titled this conversation proxy because i i want to look at what we put in proxy for us at the table proxy talks about giving someone permission to stand in your place and to act as you at the table and this is normally seen in 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 situations where there's voting taking place and you know a lot of people would be like fighting for the proxy (laughs) of that one person who has the most shares and all you know so today i want to talk about one thing that stands in proxy (laughs) right at the table when we have to vote in holiness when we have to vote in righteousness these are the things that we put in place to excuse us from the responsibility or you know because of our actions it puts us there you know automatically we give our proxy away i want to center this conversation around this context this context of when you're calling someone out on something and I'm not talking about this thing of going to social media to call people out when you could have had a private conversation with them or with the person that they are accountable to, their leader, their pastor, their boss, whatever, because too many of us like a show, (laughs) okay? To be honest, we're not about loving people and getting them back on the right track. No, we are about getting the attention because we call them out. But anyway, we're not there. So this situation, Yahori, you're calling them out, right? And instead of them receiving your correction, they they put it back to you. It's a thing of I call you out, then I'ma call you out, right? And it's a thing of they utter these words, but you are a fine one to speak because you are guilty of one, two, three. So I once had this conversation with a dear friend of mine and we were talking about this exact, you know, situation. It's like, okay, if I'm guilty of something, I I will not talk. This is what she said. She's like, I will not say anything about it because I know I'm guilty of it, you know? So I'm like, but think of it this way. You are not the standard. Jesus is the standard. We are are an example of that standard so sometimes we get it right and sometimes we get it wrong but we can't say that okay we'll not have an example at all because everyone needs a reference we all have an example of wealth we all have an example of prosperity maybe not to the exact way that we would say that we want it to be for ourselves but essentially there's always a reference and so because jesus is the standard don't expect me to stop preaching jesus because now as the example i'm getting it wrong (laughs) all right even if i'm in a position of having to get it right such as you know you're in leadership and whatever and all of that i'm like i will not use myself as an excuse to stand in someone's way from hearing the word of god because it's not me that said don't do one two three it's god right so he stands by his own standard and so i don't need to qualify right to preach the word of god whereas it's the truth 
the truth is the truth i mean concerning anything just because i'm getting it wrong doesn't mean i can't call you out on it because we're not correcting each other based on what we are doing sure we can become an example we can become a reference point but i'm not the standard and so because i'm not the standard what you are doing and because me i'm guilty of it should not stop me from telling you the truth of god about it right another way to look at it right another way to look at it is also that me speaking against the sin that I'm not guilty of doesn't mean that I'm praising the sin that I am guilty of, you know? Because that conversation takes to turn that that direction to say, okay, yeah, you say I'm doing one, two, three, but what you're doing is worse than mine. <laughs> yeah, well, and we're like, yeah, I didn't like that. And, and, and that's unfortunate that such conversations take that because i'm just like a sin is a sin is a sin (laughs) and some people because they are ashamed they're embarrassed and they're prideful that you call them out on the sin um it becomes a, a defense mechanism to say okay but you you know they bring you into the conversation and they bring your business into the conversation and i'm like but but the situation is not about me. There'll be a day where it's about me, but today it's about you. And accept the love that I'm giving you by correcting you. Also, guys, when you're correcting people, please don't be out here being malicious and really coming down on them like a like a like a a, a bunch of bricks. Okay, <laughs> use wisdom. Be kind. Don't don't come shouting at people because. Sh- you know, you need to know how to communicate with people. I know when I'm being shouted at me, I shut down. <laughs> me, I shut down. And I'm just like, okay, man, I'm the most horrible person in the earth. <laughs> like, Lord, <laughs> just take me now, you know? So know how to communicate with people because that will help your correction be effective, right? We are looking for being effective here, not for you just calling people out because for the sake of... So my sin does not disqualify me from speaking out against sin as a whole. Let us stop diverting the focus. Let us take, let us take it. Take it like a man. (laughs) All right, take it like a man. So on the other side, when we are the ones being corrected, really we need to train ourselves to be able to take correction. Learning how to take correction is like one of the best things you can ever do for yourself because then you you don't find yourself being stuck. Being stuck at the same thing because when you're just too stubborn, you know, you're too stubborn to listen to uh, correction, you're too stubborn to be taught how to get out of that muck and mire. We need to also train ourselves. If, if, if you find yourself to be a person who you struggle to be corrected and you struggle when, when someone calls you out, then go look at yourself. Go and see why are you so resistant to being corrected? Why are you so resistant to someone, you know, seeing your business? Because I, I know that's another thing, you know. You see it on Uyajola 99. A lot of the times it's like the men, more especially, what I've picked up, it's the men. The men have a problem that you're in their business and you are, you know, <laughs> exposing their business, yeah? And you've brought out their dirty little secret and now it's your fault that their woman knows that they were cheating and all of that and i'm just like that does not make sense you did what you did and you saw yourself doing it so you can't blame another person who brings light you know to what you're doing essentially the bible says hey everything will be brought out to light so if you are feet if you're trying to hide it hide it but at your own risk because at the end of the day it will be exposed So let us not be people who let sin cripple us in the dark because we don't want to have anyone come in. We don't want to have anyone call us out on it. Because... 
guys not everyone is judgmental and even if they are that's on them but i'd rather be called out and edified than to be left alone to to stay in the clutches of sin y'all know how dark sin is you know it causes separation it really does like it, it really causes you know a separation between you and god it's like oh lord i can't believe i can't believe i did this you know and and you don't forget unfortunately don't forget your acts unless of course god does wipe it supernaturally but like those things stay with you and i think that's the consequence that even though we are we are forgiven by god and we repent like some things stay i know that there are moments when i look back in my life and i'm just like (laughs) why did i do that why did i let myself do that you guys know how dark addictions are for you to be comforted by doing something that goes against a god you love it's really a tug of war. We can't accuse people all the time that you know that they're sinning because they want to intentionally hurt God. No, a lot of people out there who are struggling with a particular sin or an addiction, they love God and they don't want to keep hurting God. But like the perspective perhaps of things, it's, 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 it's keeping them there. It's keeping them there. I know like I've read books where it's like, okay, this person is, is, is struggling with porn. And it's like a thing of until they thought of those people as God's children, as someone's sister, someone's mother, someone's, you know, it's like, oh, snap, they are human and they have feelings. And what if they're being forced into this thing? What if they are being abused into doing all these things and what if that is rape that i'm looking at that i'm you know being turned on by and that changes everything right that changes everything so that 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 is a pain of hurting god willingly because you are so tied to a sin so listen struggles struggles are different you know someone is on one side can't stop doing drugs on the other side they can't stop smoking on the other side they can't you know stop looking at their phone every two seconds someone else they can't stop overeating struggles are different but the worst thing is to have someone who knows god support you in that road to death because you die like obviously not die die but like <laughs> it sears you sin sears like it, you it, it sears your conscience it sears a conscience. That's why if you do something long enough, you, you kind of can become desensitized to it. You become desensitized and at the back of your mind, it's acceptable. I mean, you've been, <laughs> you know, exposing your mind to say, okay, it's acceptable. It's acceptable. Accept it, accept it, accept it. And the day it does, it's like, whoa, you kind of die a bit to God because it's like he can't convict you because you've just accepted this thing as truth. You've accepted it as okay. <laughs> so then when he does convict you or he does, you know, challenge you, it becomes a fight because it's like, how oh, but God, uh, <laughs> when, when, since when has this been wrong? <laughs> you, you can't, you surely can't be understanding to me because you don't understand that this is okay. <laughs> so... It, it, it really does something to you. And I've never heard someone say, you know, someone who's struggling with sin say, I'm happy to be struggling, right? So don't don't get it twisted. Don't get it wrong. Like I said, everyone is struggling with something, yeah? But in particular, I'm talking about those things like, I'm not talking about your daily cross in the sense of, okay, this is hard, but I'm going to do it anyway. You know, my flesh doesn't want, but I will do it because the spirit wants me. No, no, no. I'm talking about things like it's what Paul talks about. He says, 
So the trouble is not with the law, for it is spiritual and good. The trouble is with me, for I am all too human, a slave to sin. I don't really understand myself, for I want to do what is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. If I know that what I'm doing is wrong, this shows that I agree that the law is good. So I am not the one doing wrong. It is sin, it is sin living in me that does it. And I know that nothing good lives in me that is in my sinful nature. I want to do what is right, but I can't. I want to do what is good, but I don't. I don't want to do what is wrong, but I do it anyway. But if I do what I don't want to do, I am not really the one doing wrong. It is the sin living in me that does it. I have discovered this principle of life that when I want to do what is right, I inevitably do what is wrong. I love God's law with all my heart, but there is another power within me that is at war with my mind. This power makes me a slave to the sin that is still within me. Oh, what a miserable person I am. Who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death? Thank God the answer is in Jesus Christ our Lord. So you know how it is. In my mind, I really want to obey God's law, but because of my sinful nature, I am a slave to sin. Then in chapter 8, he goes to give the solution that is in Jesus Christ. In Romans 8 verse 5, he says, Those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things, but those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. So letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death, but letting the Spirit of God control your mind leads to life and peace. What I love about the word of God is that it provides a solution. So you're never in a hopeless situation where you're like, oh my gosh, I'll never get out of this, right? Or oh my gosh, I'm such a terrible person for wanting to do what I don't want to do and wanting to do what I know is wrong, but I want to do it anyway. That's just a sinful nature. Your body, your flesh wasn't saved, but it is your spirit that was saved. And so you have to train your flesh, your body to submit to the spirit of God, even when it doesn't want to. The most powerful time to do something is when you don't feel like doing it. When you don't feel like praying, that's when you should pray even the more. When you don't feel like praying, that's when you should pray the more. When you don't feel like reading the word, you should read it the more. When you don't feel like worshiping, that's when you should drag yourself out of bed and dance like like you, there's no tomorrow. The, the best time, the most perfect time to do it is when you don't feel like it. I hope that that comforts someone, that helps someone out there who's struggling with whatever. Every day we are, we, are, we are pursuing righteousness, we are pursuing Jesus, and we are reaching towards the mark of the high calling. It's not easy, it's challenging, but it's all worth it. But if we can just please help each other by helping each other, number one. And number two, help ourselves by letting ourselves be helped by others. Because wrong is wrong and two wrongs do not make a right, okay? So let us stop deflecting, let us stop blaming, let us stop shying away and let us just bring the truth to light. Because sin loses its power, darkness loses its power over you when you bring the light, when you confess to your the ones that you're accountable to when when you bring it out into the light and say this is no longer my dirty secret this is no longer what i do behind closed doors but this is this is this is it 
are bringing it out into the light. And a lot of times that's where a lot of people find freedom, hey? Because bondages have a way when when they are being done in the darkness. They have a way of dealing with us. They have a way. But once they are brought into the light, it's like, oh, snap. <laughs> I guess that's a career over. <laughs> a career ender. Yeah, yeah. Do not be afraid. Find community. Find someone to be accountable to. And if they tell your business, you know what? That's on them again. At the end of the day, you're not the only one going through what you're going through. You're not the only one who's doing your secret sin in the world, in your community, in your hood, in your church. Because this is where shame gets us. This is where condemnation gets us. This is where guilt gets us and traps us even more, right? So be free today. Be freed by knowing that you're not the only one. And if you are the person who someone is leaning on, be faithful to do that, you know? Help them out. Stand by them. Pray for them. Fight this war with them. And don't be ever afraid to speak out the truth because you are not the standard, but Jesus is. You are just an example of the standard. So my interesting fact, fun fact for today is that if I have to look at what my favorite kind of food is, you know, like other other things, they change, you know, but like my number one, number one type of favorite food has to be burgers. Wow, I actually love, love, love burgers. Of course, like it has to be red meat. Um, I don't know what they were doing, trying it with the chicken, you know, maybe forever I get to try out Chick-fil-A, I'll change my mind, but other than that, like, anything that is sandwich-like, you know, your dark wood, or, or, or whatever, but like, you know, I love, I love that burger format, <laughs> I really love it, and, you know, my second and third, uh, favorite food would have to be seafood, not sushi, okay, not sushi, just the normal types of fish, all right? As well as your pasta dishes and, you know, your, your, your usuals, like your lamb curry and rotis, you know, um, and so forth and so forth. So, yeah, I'm a foodie. I will not stop with this list if I don't stop now, okay? So, <laughs> so until next time, it's been good. Do not let guilt, condemnation and shame and, you know, people thinking that, you know what, you're being a horrible person when you're really acting out of love. Do not give over your proxy to condemnation, shame, judgment, and guilt, but really take your stand. Take your stand. You know, when you know the word of God, take the stand for it. And if you don't know the word of God, go study it for yourself. You know, there are a lot of, I wouldn't say it's a gray area, but I would say that it's simply not mentioned by name, but God does speak to it. Not even just alludes to it but speaks to it you know there are those sins where it's like yeah but it's not in the bible you know it's just go just go into the bible and ask god to show you the truth of the reality of what's what uh, so that you can you can always be in in a place where you are walking in obedience to him and walking in a place of in the state of rather of of faith you know and victory yeah faith and victory because you cannot have one without the other so until next time it's been good it's been good goodbye thank you for listening to the contra z to popular belief podcast i trust you've been challenged touched and changed if you want to keep learning from this podcast do subscribe also 
kindly leave a review as your reviews help us improve and also helps others find this podcast. Until next time.